Hi everyone, my name's Caitlin. I'm Kate. And we are Bingeworthy Breakdown, brought to you by the Hobby Homies podcast for Ooh. all your miniature and tabletop needs. Yeah. Uh, Kate, we love TV. We sure do. We sure do. Um, so we thought to ourselves, you know what, we love TV, let's do a podcast. Why let's, not? Let's talk about TV that we love. Um, Ooh, yeah. We had like six shows written down, <laughs> I think it was, and we could not pick one. Um, so we put them in a wheel. And we are starting with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, get it, Nine Nine. Nine Nine. So, yeah, the idea of this podcast will go through every episode. Today we're doing episodes one to seven because there's a lot of episodes, oh, and this yeah. will take a long time if we don't bundle them all together. At least they're nice and short. That's it, twenty minute episodes. Love it. So we'll go through each plot um, of every episode, and then we'll give a little analysis, what we thought, what we liked. We've got little segments for later on and things oh, yeah. like that and our favourite parts. So, yeah. How'd you get into Brooklyn Nine-Nine, by the way? Oh, mate. It was my brother, actually. Yeah. We came through, like, Parks and Recs and the office and then just, you know, slowly moves into Brooklyn Nine-Nine and never turned back. Well, well, it makes sense because this these creators of Brooklyn they Nine-Nine are, are the Parks and Recs oh, and the yeah. office combined. So, the best ah, of very both good. worlds. That's it. That's it. I kind of remember how I got onto it. I think... Dad, Dad had it on Foxtel once, oh, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, that show's crap. It's not even funny." And I loved Andy Samberg from oh, um, so good. What is it, the Lonely Islands, and I was like, oh, "He's hilarious." Yeah. Um, and then I just, I don't know, I just randomly started. I might have been with Shane, I reckon. That's my partner, by the way, everyone. Um, I think he said it was a good show, and I was like, "I oh, will give it a go." And the best, oh, so yeah. funny. I reckon it's one of my all-time favorite shows. Oh, it's a big call, I know it it's is. a very big call, but I reckon it's especially because it's a sitcom. I know. Yeah, it's just one of those like iconic things you can like just drain life out of. Like, so true. <laughs> you can just turn it on and forget about the rest of your life. Oh, bang on! And if you're having like a crappy day, oh yeah, you put it on and you just you're instantly laughing. Even not a crappy day, even just in yeah. a good mood, you just, <laughs> just chuck it on. I feel that's like it's it. all weather, all weather content. <laughs> Too true. <laughs> all right, well, let's dive into it, shall we? Woo. So we will start with episode one, the pilot. Um, we're going to read the Netflix synopsis of every episode because sometimes they're quite hilarious. They can be really good, <laughs> spoilers and all sorts. Um, so here we go. So pilot, it reads, when tightly... That's not even English. When tightly wound, <laughs> Captain Holt takes over the precinct. Carefree Detective Jake Peralta and his dysfunctional co-workers leaves... Oh, lives get demanding. Oh. I should have read this before we actually started. Yeah, it would have been So a good I wouldn't block that. So That's all right. Their, <laughs> their lives get demanding, everyone. All <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So we have the opening. So the Detective Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago investigate a robbery at the electronics store. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, they do. Um, straight away, we realise Peralta <laughs> is not so much a serious cop, or it gives oh, you that no. illusion. He tends to, what was he doing, playing with TV screens? or Yeah, he was quoting, pretty sure it was, wasn't it Die Hard? Probably Die Hard. His, his favourite movie. His favourite show, yeah. yeah. Movie, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, he was. Um, but course. despite his childish behaviour, he oh, managed yeah. to solve it, even though Amy's talking with the owner, trying to write everything down and rolling his eyes at Jake. The and, prim and proper detective. Yes, Miss Prim and Prop. Um, but he seems to work it out because he had a, I don't know. Actually, was what? A, I can't, how did nanny, he know? Nanny cam. But how did he know he to put that there? But how did he know it was going to get robbed? Like, I actually thought of that. I was like, wait, how did he know this place was going to get robbed that day? No, it didn't. <laughs> he came in a couple, like a little bit earlier than what Santiago did and went investigating himself and goes, out of all the cameras, like one of them should be working. 
and then he found oh. the nanny cam in the teddy. See, I okay, I've totally misread that. I thought he placed the nanny cam there. And I was like, <laughs> He's a really good detective. He, yeah, I was like, how did he know this place is gonna get robbed? Okay, this makes a lot more sense. Oh, Caitlin. Your mind's just been blown be- wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I should really watch this episode again, shouldn't I? Oh goodness me. Good start, Caitlin. Um yes, so they bring they Find the, the perps, nanny cam. The, yeah. Yes, the nanny cam. Um, they arrest the guys and bring them back oh, yeah. to the precinct. So we then have that Sergeant Terry Jeffords, our favourite Terry Cruz, <laughs> is um, announcing that there will be a new captain captain coming to the precinct. Yeah. It's not – some people love it, some people not so much. Mm, that's Jake, true. not so much. No, definitely not. No, because the old captain – do what you please. Oh, yeah. Did not good care. to have a captain like that, though. Imagine having a boss like that. Yeah. Especially if, you're, especially if you're good at your job. Yeah. Like, Jake is good at his job. It's not like, well, we find that out later, spoiler alert. But, um, you know, he doesn't come across as someone who cares about his job, but he really does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, to have a, a boss that just doesn't seem to care. I mean, what do they do? They did um, the fire, fire extinguisher. <laughs> you know, they just oh. do races, yeah. That'd be fun. So Jake's a bit uh, apprehensive about the new new captain and funnily enough, whilst he is <laughs> talking to Amy about the new captain and she's all raving and ready to go. He does the robot voice. He does the robot voice yeah. as uh, Holt is standing right oh. behind him. We've all had that happen though. We've, yes. You always, you say something and then you're like, they're right behind me, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> they're, they're right shoot. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, jokes, guys. Didn't really mean that. <laughs> so Jake's tried to brush that off and I uh, don't think it worked very well. Um, but Captain makes a point straight away that Jake is not wearing a tie. Yeah. And uh, Jake does not want to wear a tie. He thinks it's too formal. <laughs> it's too uptight. They don't do ties here. The old Captain didn't didn't care about ties. I did notice, though, Boyle was wearing a tie. Yeah, he always wears a tie. He always though. wears a tie. Yeah. Terry wears a tie. Jake is He wears a... suspenders as well. He does wear suspenders. <laughs> um, but then we have... Scully and Hitchcock, I think. Yes, they usually wear ties because yeah. whenever Scully always goes to take his shirt off, he always is yanking trying, his yeah, tie. Yeah, it's got to yes. try and it off quick. So it's just Jake. Jake does, doesn't like uniform. No, no uniform. Doesn't like uniform. Um, and Boyle seems to have a very <laughs> uh, – what's the – how do you put this? Weird obsession? Obsession, yes. if you want to put it that way? With Rosa. He's got a fire He's for got Rosa. A, yes, he does. <laughs> Yeah, definitely wants some wants some Rosa. Oh yeah, but Rosa is uh, she's a bit different. Mm, mm. Probably not in each other's league. I don't think so. I think he just sees pretty lady, and he's like, I like pretty ladies. It's also, I think, the authority figure for him. Ah, true. He's kind of, kind of a bit of a pushover character, so yes. he wants someone to boss him around. Yes, that is true. Yeah. She's very direct as well. <laughs> oh, she is. <laughs> All right. <That> she is. <laughs> All right. Then we come to Holt asks Terry to come into his office and gives a brief on all the detectives mm. in the precinct. Ooh. Oh. Oh, back to me. Back, back to you. Ooh. Sorry, guys. We're still we're still finding our ground and our feet here, <laughs> trying to get some rhythm. So if there's awkward pauses, we do apologize. We will get there. <laughs> We'll just race right through it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, he goes through describing everyone in the bullpen. So we've got Jake Peralta being 
you know, Andy Samberg, who we both love. Uh, his priority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have Amy Santiago, Rosa, Terry, Gina pops up as well. Yeah. Does he do a debrief on Gina? No, I don't he doesn't, think does he? so. No. It's mainly the main. The actual detectives. Yeah, the actual detectives. Yeah. She kind of goes under the radar for the first episode. Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Boyle. Uh, and then Hitchcock and Sully, the famous duo oh, together. And don't forget Daniels. Oh yeah, the random Daniels. Oh. When I was like, I was watching. I was like, and I'm thinking, I don't remember this lady. Who is this lady? Where did she go? She just disappeared. She's in the pilot, and then she's gone. I love when they just cut people out of pilots. But like mentioned her <laughs> as the do as the three of them. This is how they act together. And I then, wonder why they decided after like writing yeah. the part they go ah scratch Daniels. I wonder if it was like a budgetary thing. Like mm-hmm. maybe could they just they... couldn't think of a storyline. Maybe how do you or the maybe they had the desk space. <laughs> Where are they going to put them? Really, think about it, like Hitchcock and Scully sit opposite each other. They yeah, always do true. things together. Like generally, where would they seat her? Well, Rosa sits by herself. And Boyle, their tables are kind of facing they kind of, weirdly. Yeah, they're like L-shaped. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird setup actually. It's like school actually because oh. you have, you've got Jake and then you've got Amy like in front of him yeah. and then Gina but facing her. Yeah. It's weird, With isn't it? Back to the office. With her back to the office. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. It's a weird, yeah, weird yeah. Set. I never thought about that. Yeah. So, uh, Kate, what were your first impressions of of Rosa? Like the first one of the first times yeah. you watched it. What do you think of Look, Rosa? I love her. I yeah. love her character. I feel like they've done really well with it. Yeah. Um, it does develop a lot later on. Oh yeah. But um, Stephanie, who plays her, she plays it very well. She does. And having two Latina leads yes. is great having amy and um rosa yeah i feel like that's a massive thing for modern day yeah definitely they're definitely leading the way which is awesome but um coming off as that scary authoritative yeah. direct figure like you'd be terrified imagine like, actually working boss. with someone like that yeah like you'd be intimidated oh i would i would be like okay don't get on her bad books or I, <laughs> you know i probably wouldn't even talk to them but obviously she she shows um characteristics of like a friendly person and actually oh, yeah. does care hence why they all still like her yeah but if it was me first time actually meeting rosa like as my colleague i'd be like oh she's crazy oh yeah you w- like you definitely <laughs> okay. wouldn't want to do anything to get on her bad side because no. you would be effed over oh, oh yeah oh gosh <laughs> oh mate that would oh, get you too good but um but with those characters, though, it's easy to kind of take it either way. Mm. Like, she could just become so terrifyingly that people are so intimidated by her. But yeah. like you said, like, the team love her. Yeah. So you know that there's definitely some soft spots in her. Yeah, 100%. That uh, those characters are quite protective of the people that they love. Yeah. That's very so, evident throughout the series, isn't it? The yeah. Whole, yeah, the whole series. like. They all have each other's backs no matter what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter what's going on. All right, so we we also find out that Jake and Amy have got a contest as to who has the most arrests. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. So at the moment, I believe yeah, Nick and Nick. Jake – no, I think Jake's in front by one because he got one and he made Amy go up and, like, change oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were neck and neck so and then it was one angry, and she was yeah. not impressed about no. that at all. It was quite funny. But you can see their passion. I think that that's good, though. I think it's good to have sort of friendly competition oh, yeah. in a workplace because it just makes you work that little bit harder. Especially because they're polar opposite characters like oh. amy is so like like you don't want to <laughs> yeah put a wrong foot like in line yeah. and, and she'll know every rule yeah 
you know, oh, the bylines and everything. She'll know everything. Yeah. So you, you can't you can't fool her. You can't mess up. No. Because she'll be on your back about it. Oh, yeah. Whereas Peralta is the one that would yeah. mess up. And he likes to mark. He's a work hard, play hard kind yeah. of a guy. Well, funny you say that about messing up because then when they have this uh, murder at the uh, luxury food importer who was killed at the apartment... Uh, Jake and Boyle go out on their own thinking that they can solve this mystery. Oh. They know who it is. It's this guy, Ratko. He owned another butcher. And they do that little mimic of reenacting. Oh, yeah. oh, you're dead. And the grandma just would not <laughs> leave the, gra- the store. <laughs> Why are you still here? <laughs> um, and then they come back to the precinct. With and the ice cream. Do, with the home. ice cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hazelnut. <laughs> How did that not melt? It was still perfectly round. That's and then true. he and then he moves this the little spoon like it's still like ha- frozen. Hard. It's still frozen. Out, like what do you have a little esky with him? Like how did that stay frozen? Unless it's right it. around the corner. Yeah, well that's true. It could be because they couldn't have been gone too long. Um, yes. So due to that and him not listening to Holt mm-hmm. and his processes, he got sent to the uh, records room. Oh yes, yeah. to the records room. He was and did you notice he had a tie on? Yes, he did have he a, did tie put on, a tie on, but he was missing another piece of clothing. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, pants. Yeah, <laughs> and I loved, I loved the uh, underwear. It was like the budgie smugglers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like tie dye, bright pink, and yes. that. And he tucked his shirt into them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That you, how else do you wear budgie smugglers? It's got to be formal. I mean, I personally don't wear them. No, yeah. I, can't <laughs> I mean, say that I have it's either. not my thing. No. Um, but if you're going to wear them, shirt and tie. Makes sense. Exactly. Now, how else would At you least do his it? tie was around his neck this time rather compared around to his like, stomach. Around yeah. his stomach last. <laughs> At least he was wearing a tie. It's Holt, um, to be fair, Holt didn't say how to wear the tie. He just it, said, yeah. wear a tie. So. Each their own. Give, yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> but um, whilst in the records room, Jake discovers more info on Ratko mm-hmm. and that I have lost my train of thought. Oh, I found some, sorry, found more evidence that he has a storage unit um, in which they go to to stake out. Yeah, the whole with, team goes. Yeah, they all yeah. go. So I actually don't recall where Terry and that were prior to them entering. So you see, you see Holt, Amy and Jake in mm. the car. And they're having a chat, which we'll get into about like um, Holtz. The backup would have been called. Yeah, but they would have. I wonder if they were. (gasps) I'm enough enough. They were staking out another car because that's when Rosa and Boyle talk about um, the whole movie thing. Yes. Yes. And she she paid him back for all the movie tickets. Yeah. Because he didn't know which one. (laughs) Bless him. Like seriously, if someone said, if someone he goes, oh, I didn't know what you'd like, and she goes, what does that mean? He could have very easily gone, oh, well, I just thought you might like some different options, so I bought some options. Yeah. Rather, he makes it like an insult uh-huh. to be like, oh, well, I don't know how you are because you're kind of scary. And she's well, like, well, screw you. Well, that's true. That like, is that's this his is boil. Yes, very true. If he had reacted that way, then it wouldn't be boil. Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, but whilst in the car, Holt makes uh, announces that he's gay. Yes. Openly gay um, black cop mm-hmm. from the 70s. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Um, and it's just really funny because Gina, first time they meet him, and there's like, there's no filter, nothing of Holt. Just walks in, tells Jake off, goes to his office. Gina's like, anyone get a bit of a gay vibe? Yep. And everyone's like, uh, no, what the hell are you on about? <laughs> but Gina, Gina's, you know, she picks up everything. She, She's well, got the gay eyes. She, she does. It. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he talks about his struggles of, especially being 
well, gay, but then yeah. black as well, how hard that was for him. Yeah. Um, it comes up a couple of times actually, which is good because it kind of develops that later on there's another episode where they kind of dive a bit more into that. Yeah. But this is kind of setting up the thought process, especially for the writers to just put little seeds in. Yeah. And this is kind of a great opener. Yeah, for, definitely. For talking about that. Yeah, so it's it's really to see Holt, you can sort of also tell by his voice, like it actually changed the, yeah. his tone in which he was talking. Like throughout the whole episode, he was just like monotone, stayed as one and, you know, was the authority figure. But mm. you saw him put his guard down a little bit, you know, and he trusted Jake and probably went, Jake is a good person. Yeah. Amy, I can trust Amy. Amy's a suck up. She's going <laughs> to, she'll do anything for Holt, oh, yeah. which we learn a lot later on. But, um, you know, I think that just shows us that Holt, you know, there is a soft side of him. He's not going to be this uptight captain yeah um and we'll have a laugh and and do stuff with the, with the i detectives. love how he brings the insults as well like but just yeah. very like <laughs> calm and casual in his monotone voice like yeah. the whole robot thing from yes. the very beginning he brings it up continually to jake yeah <laughs> but it's like wait are you being serious wait no what i'm yeah. so oh wait hang on i'm so confused and then he just grins and walks off <laughs> <laughs> but then like so to good. see that other side where he does drop that guard it's like okay you know, yeah. there's a lot to this character, yeah. but they're keeping it very simple. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and then, yeah, at the end of that episode, uh, basically they uh, – Jake was right. Um, Ratko shows up to the storage facility. Um, the, t- the team divides up and they capture him. And go team. Yeah, go team. Woo. And at the same time? Um, Jake realises the whole uniform thing yes. with the tie and everyone being in uniform because, you know – um, Holt struggled with that when he first came out and went mm-hmm. started at the precinct and stuff and they weren't working as a team so that's what he sort of put um, what do you put like in uh, wants to implement mm-hmm. in all the different uh, precincts that he may work that that's what he wants to feel a part of yeah and Jake at the worst possible time discovers <laughs> that puts his gun down and he's Always. like oh you know you know whatever but it's not just that. but that's the Jake way yeah it's not the time <laughs> But yeah, that's that's basically the pilot. Um, it's a actually, big episode for, to fit in twenty minutes. It I, is, I think. but there's also one thing that we missed. What? Um, Terry, Terry's little story of how he's benched. Well, not benched as such, but he's oh, on yeah. admin duties because yeah. of the incident at the, the at the, uh, at the mall. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and he gosh. just shoots up a mannequin because he's had two twice. babies. Oh, yes, no, then the pinata because he shoots that's up right. the pinata in the store. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's on admin duty. So it'd be really interesting to see how they develop and, and, um, bring him out of that. Does that happen this episode? No. Nah. It's a bit later on, isn't it? Episode five. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I can picture it, but I didn't want to say it. Um, (laughs) spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. Well, I would like to think anyone who's listened to this particular episode, we're doing episodes one to seven. So considering <laughs> that happens well in C- an episode five, unless you're going to pause it and go, all right, they're only up to episode two. I'll go watch episode two now. It's not going to happen. I feel like um, when you podcast, it's uh, after you've watched at least it uh, five yeah. times. Through. Yeah. <laughs> and look, if you're a first time listener, welcome. Yeah. Um, we'd love your feedback. Tell us what you think of the show. We already love you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our family. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's basically the episode. Um, Kate, I'll hand it over to you because yeah. we have our little segments. Um, mm-hmm. We won't have any – oh, who knows? Maybe one day we'll have some music coming into them. Who That'd knows? Be cool. We're not that creative, but Kate is. Kate can sing, by the way. Just saying. I only found that out today. <laughs> just Surprise. saying. So maybe Kate can sing us all our <laughs> intros. <laughs> Woo. 
All right, let's head into. It's time for fun facts. We've called it Holt's handouts. Holt's handouts because yeah. Holt loves to tell you a fun fact all about this. Bit of trivia. A bit of trivia. Ooh. Ours aren't as smart as Holt's though. We'll get there. His it's very early. in depth. It is. You know, Shakespeare style. Oh, yes. But ours aren't that. Maybe you should say them in Holt's voice. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) Does your voice go that deep? (laughs) No, it does not. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, because we're talking about the pilot. Yes. Before Andy was even cast as Jake, Terry Crews was cast first. He was a first person. Very first. Very first. So the writers basically had created the pilot mm-hmm. or even not really officially and they go we've got this idea in mind this is a character we've made him specifically for you we want you to do it will you do it and he's like um yeah he hesitated eh? yeah, he hesitated for a little bit and then he was like oh no nah, maybe it's the best way back into the business yeah and then bang he committed and then andy came on board yeah which and is I, crazy i know it's insane considering Andy is the the main the, the, the main character. Yeah. yeah. But I mean Terry Terry's a pretty big character too, but I think Terry <laughs> Terry Cruz Terry. Um he's just so popular, so loved, yeah. and he's just naturally so funny. Um that but like yeah, I don't know. I I thought to myself too actually what I was gonna ask was did they think did they think, okay, we want Terry Cruz, how can we get Terry Cruz into this show? Or did they and then write a character that would suit him or Maybe wrote the character and went, I think Terry would be good. Mm. And then named the character Terry to try and hook him in. Well, like, come on, it's named after you, literally. based on him. Is it really? Yeah, the character ah. is loosely based on him. He, I was listening to him in an interview and he said the only difference is that he doesn't actually wear suspenders. But pretty much the rest <laughs> of it Everything is spot else is on. Everything else is the same? Yeah. Wow. Oh, there you go. What insight? So that's that's a cool fun fact. It is a good fun fact. I know. It I is. like it. Anymore? Um <laughs> Oh, here's another fun fact. <laughs> um, Norm Scully and Michael Hitchcock are named after the writers and producers of the show. No. Yeah. Really? I did. So really. there's Norm Hitchcock. It's pretty sorry last name. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike Scully. Wow. So they've used the last names. And Norm's first name, actually. There you go. And they've switched him around and just replaced his cock with Hitchcock. Ah, got it. <laughs> right. A bit safer. Yes, yes. They've got to, um, you know, there's no swearing, no any of that on these shows. Mm. By the way, everyone, this is my first time hearing these fun facts. So yeah. my, oh, and also they're genuine. I'm not faking these <laughs> surprises. Like, wow. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> because Kate's, Kate's really good at researching in history and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not so good at that. So... These are all news to me. So unless I've heard it like randomly by Shane or you telling me at some other point, I don't know any of this. I love so. a good random fun fact. A random fun fact. Yeah. That's it. Just dropping bombs around. Yeah. Um, did you also know that, uh, oh, they had uh, case um, firearm training before filming? No. Yeah. Really? The whole cast had to do it. Well, they're touching firearms and guns and shooting. I guess so. Well, I guess they're real. Yeah, they all had to be train repli- in firearms. Wow. So That's a genuine that a, wow. Um, yeah, I thought that was a cool fact as well. Like, you'd think it'd be Gina included? Uh, Would have to, because she holds a gun at some point. Yeah, oh she God. does. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Total spoiler alert. But the episode where she's, oh like, hostage in the thing and she's got the point. <laughs> <laughs> I've got oh to scratch God. my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, it's great. Oh, Gina. Oh, she's a clown. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. 
But uh, I feel like that's a couple of fun Is facts. Is that our good fun facts for now? Yeah. Well, I've got a couple for later, but we'll save them. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, what we might do, we might um, – we might move on to the next episode. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah. All right. Bring it on. Let's go episode two. Oh, I'm not a good singer at all. <laughs> all <laughs> right. That was lovely. Episode two is called The Tagger. And the Netflix synopsis is, Jake is assigned a lowly, yep, lowly graffiti case as punishment for being late to ro- roll call. Roll call. Roll call. Look, I'm still learning English, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm only grade five. <laughs> all right. So in this episode. Jake Peralta arrives late to work and is confronted by Raymond Holt uh, for his recent misbehaviour and scolded for his lack of proper work. As punishment, Peralta is assigned a graffiti case where a person draws peepees on on police cars and vehicles, all sorts, um, with Holt acting as his babysitter in quotation marks. So basically Holt is... Following his every move, making sure micromanaging that is the word. Thank you very much. <laughs> gotcha. Got Sorry, that's not written down on my piece of paper, so I didn't know that word. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna be even you know, in the last episode, he doesn't like authority and being told oh, what to do, yeah. let alone wear a tie. But to Jake's credit, I if I remember correctly, the opening scene of him walking into being late to work, he was wearing a tie. Mm. I noticed yes. that sometimes that is... he's wearing a tie, sometimes he's not. So yeah. he's, he's getting there here and there, yeah. When he feels like it. If probably. he doesn't want to piss Holt off, he'll wear a tie. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably Which is probably not often. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, Gina introduced us to his, her friend Carlene, who is a sorry, who claims to be a psychic. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on psychics? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's pretty cool. Yeah. Then other times you can tell that they're a definite fake. Yeah. I think it depends on the psychic. So there's yeah. like there's mediums, there's psychics there's, yeah, there's so, so many different, many different options yeah so like you have your people who like go into the past and like connect with um spirits and things like yeah. that i must admit those i i i believe to an extent only because i've experienced it myself um but i'm a bit iffy on like tarot cards and things like mm. that because in my like i'm just like you just you just flipped a card like if someone else sat here would they get I'm the same card like the star signs i feel like it, when like psychics able to use star signs cuz like my star sign's pretty spot on with what i'm like so what's your star sign taurus oh, i don't know what that is <laughs> what does that mean bubbly and very friendly oh there's a whole different like oh. there's a whole lot of layers it's pretty cool whole lot of layers whole lot of layers like layers <laughs> <laughs> short reference yeah but, um, right like when they use that kind of stuff, yeah, I feel like that's pretty good because when you're able to read into that and like the stars and the moons and that, I don't understand half of it or any of it, but Very I feel good. like it's pretty good. Cool. There we go. Uh, Peralta and Holt set up a steakhouse to pursue the tagger. Man, they managed to catch him. However, while preparing uh, the report in the precinct, he tells us his name. It is Trevor Podolsky. Yes. And he happens to be the deputy mm. commissioner's son. Bum, bum. Oh, no. So the fears of retaliation for him, for Peralta, that is, sorry, that if he does arrest him, is that going to affect his future and things like that? And so Jake's a bit on the fence of, oh, do I, don't I? Mm. Actually seeks a bit of advice from both Terry and Holt, I believe. Yeah. Um, with what to do. As he calls his two dads. As he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yes, he does. Um... Oh, that's funny. Uh, sorry, just two steps back. I forgot. Um, Carlene, the psychic, apparently mm. tells Boyle, Diaz, and 
child, that's the same person, Santiago, Amy, um, when they go to do their crime scene, how it was done, where the everything is, where the colours the, the yeah. and all that. I can see all these different colours. And Boyle's like on edge thinking, oh, my God, is this woman for real? And they go to their scene, which I was a drug yeah, drug, drug bust. smuggling, yeah. drug bust. Yeah, sorry, drug bust. It was behind the laundry hamper. Behind the laundry hamper, Ellen Hooch, um, which was green, blue, and yellow. Uh, and yeah, discover was, that she was yeah. somewhat right. And that scared him because he was told that uh, he loves someone that won't love him back. Yes. <laughs> the scary lady with the black hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then she's think- he's like, oh no, she's actually telling the truth. And Gina's like, I told you, she's a good psychic. Uh, and so on. So the psychic then proceeds to tell Boyle that don't get up from your chair because if you get up oh, from your chair, yeah. you, <laughs> you will hurt yourself or, yep, you will have a severe injury. And as he's telling Ooh. Rosa this, Rosa decides to give him the severe injury and punch him on the arm. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks that is, uh, oh, she's wrong. But Dajina's like, no, no, Rosa punched you. Like that was the injury. So she's right. Even though you were in your chair, you still got And he's like, oh. It's easy to twist for Boyle. Oh, yes. Very, Boyle is very easy to convince. He's so I think. gullible. It's great. Oh, gullible. That's the word. You're very good with words. Thank you. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, later on through the episode, uh, Peralta, having spoken with Holt, um, they decide to arrest Trevor, um, the commissioner's son, purely because, you know, he can't keep getting away with it. He's done this many a times. Um, despite his father's position, they want to you know, make a stand and say, no, nah, this is not on. I don't care who your dad is. Yep. You can't get away with stuff like this, especially graffiti. Like police, like respect your dad's job yeah. as well. Yeah. Like it's not like he's going around, I don't know, graffitiing on trains or whatever or something like that. It's actual police. It's cars. actual police yeah. cars. Like that's your dad's main job. And he's just, Costs so it looks him so silly. Exactly. That's the paint job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the very, very last scene, Holtz in the, in the, in the call room, asking everyone to, you know, hi, everyone, welcome, morning, whatever. Next minute, the, the camera moves and he's a tent and Jake comes out of it. And I'm here one time. In his pyjamas. In his pyjamas, yeah. yeah. But he's there. That's but he's there. That's exactly right. Yeah, he's on time. Yeah. But he was convinced he was cursed. That was his episode, right? No, it's not. No, that's, no, that's the next episode. episode. Oh, well, yeah. good segue. Whoa, Let's move go. straight into episode three. I'm just conscious of the time here and we are probably – well, the pilot, to be fair. Like, oh, it takes a long time. Got to establish. That's right. So now yeah. we'll just stay with us, listeners. I promise you it won't be that much longer. But Swift we're going to – Swift on through we'll, the next ones. Correct. So the next episode, episode yeah. three, is Ooh. The Slump. What a word. Slump. Lump. <laughs> Slump. Um, Jake has a lot of unsolved cases on his plate and the other detectives are unwilling to let his losing streak rub off on them. <laughs> so I think there was one scene, I think he even did it to Scully. Yeah. Yeah. He's he like, to ask for the of all people, like Scully. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't touch me. You'll give me the bad vibes. <laughs> it's quite uh, funny. Um, and they end up swapping cases and, uh, <laughs> funnily enough, Hitchcock. Scully. Uh, no, sorry. Scully. Whatever. They're the same people. Yeah, it's no. Scully. No, it is Scully. It's not Hitchcock. Wait. We... No, it's Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock. I've been totally saying the wrong names the whole time. You have. Oh, they're the same people. <laughs> when you say one, together. it they're also together. means the other. Hitchcock and Scully, it's the same people. It's yeah, no, Hitchcock had the case. Correct. And, and um, he managed yeah. to solve it I got your cover. Here is multi. Thank you. This is why there's two of us, not, <laughs> not just me, because everyone will be listening going, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> That's not right. Um, meanwhile, Amy recruits Rosa and Gina. 
reluctantly Gina at the start, yeah. um, to help Holt with the running the lead of the junior policing <laughs> program oh, for the youth do. at risk. I know. Those kids, I mean, they looked about 20 years old oh, yeah. because, you know, who recruits actual kids? But I, um, Eugenia just cracks me up when she walks in and just stirs that pot and it. just go. <laughs> and Pete Davidson, what the hell? I know, right? It's so Surprise. random. Surprise. I was actually saying to Kate earlier, guys, that I would never have known who this guy was if it wasn't for the whole Kim Kanye jibber jabber. Have you seen SNL? No. Uh. Like, I've seen some skits, but like, not. I haven't watched it like properly kind of thing. Yeah. So I wouldn't know he's from that. The only one I know I think is from SNL and you're probably going to laugh at me is that Dave Chappelle guy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I did laugh isn't he's the main, <laughs> is that the main dude from SNL? Um, probably way back when. Oh, he's not with it. Okay. See guys, I'm, I'm not American. I don't know this stuff. Dave Chappelle's like huge now. Oh yeah. He's good stuff too. Anyway, it's for him. <laughs> Back to the episode. <laughs> um, yes, so it turns out, you know, so Gina, Gina ends up helping the girls because mm. they, oh my gosh, Amy's attempt at street talk <laughs> and Rosa too, trying to terrify him. Trying to terrify him, and she nearly cried. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's which right. I found really odd. I was like, oh, she can, she can give it, but she can't this. take it. Yeah. Um, and a few times, actually it was in previous episodes, I forgot to touch on it, but um, Rosa actually laughed out loud quite a few oh, times. Yeah. And, and I was like... one big laugh. Like, yeah, like a <laughs> ha! Yeah. And smiled um, quite a few times. And I'm thinking, that's not Rosa. But obviously she's developing her character at yeah. the moment, you know. We're still getting to know who she is. And uh, very rarely you see her teeth throughout this series. So... Yeah. I noticed she was smiling because she doesn't usually smile. <laughs> but that's the character well, that's that she it. has to portray. Yeah, I know. Which is so different to actual Stephanie. Her oh, voice is so high. Her voice is so high-pitched. I remember when I first, I think I was watching an interview, and I genuinely thought someone had dubbed a voice over it <laughs> because I was like, is this fake? Because I think the thing was, you know, Stephanie's real voice. Mm. And I'm like, nah, this is a fake video. Like someone's, you know, mocking her actual voice. <laughs> but no, no, it's real. It's Apparently people ask about her in interviews all the really? time. She goes, um, it's called acting. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, my job. But yeah. But that's pretty good. Like to, to stay in character like that oh, the yeah. whole time. Like I noticed in the first couple of episodes, you could hear her voice was a little bit higher, like her normal she voice a little bit. She slowly drops down. But she slowly <laughs> drops down. So by about episode seven, she was definitely in her deep rosal yeah. voice and she was angry. Um, so Jake is convinced that he's cursed. Um, nothing he's doing is working. Every case he tries to solve is just like the grandmother. He was convinced that this lady was this person's grandmother and uh, it it was not mm. because he didn't grope her and find her name tag like, <laughs> like Boyle did. Yeah. <laughs> the old butt grab. Uh, the old butt grab. Yeah, Terry's like, why would you touch her butt? <laughs> I was frisking. I was frisking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's such a good show. Um, and Terry, Terry's little subplot <laughs> he wanted to surprise his, his twin daughters with a castle he was trying to put together. And Boyle was like, oh, I had one of them as a child. And he just can't work it out. For a big, tough guy who's super smart, mm -hmm. you'd think you could follow instructions. That was a lot of instructions. It though. was very long, wasn't it? And as Boyle said, you need dainty fingers. <laughs> yeah. He's a uh, muscly stumps is not going to do much. No. Not with those little fiddly things. But it was cute how Boyle recreated into uh, yes. <laughs> the whole cop shop. <laughs> but then the siren yeah. went on. And it was like way too loud. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's, it's like this is daddy's work. This is what he does. It's yeah. cute. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, I think that's that's basically the sum of that. Like, there wasn't really. It was kind of a a quick one. I feel like. Yeah, there, like, there wasn't, wasn't really much depth to it. No, it was mainly about Jake and his yeah. slump. Um, I mean, I remember, and then Amy points out the leaderboard, and there was like. 10 to 15 difference. Yeah. Like, it was huge. So it was a big old slump for him. Oh, yeah. Um, which would have really been pissing him off because I don't know if that was me and I couldn't get work done. It didn't matter what I tried, nothing worked. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. How can I not work this shit out? And then none of your colleagues want to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, what? if there was somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whole walk then he's like, I just finish a case. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cases. Yeah, no worries. That just That's no worries. <laughs> Goodness me. All right, let's move on to episode four. Four, 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 four. It's called, well, I assume me time, but it says M-E time. So the M-E must stand for something I can't think of right now. Medical examiner, just found it. Boom. In the synopsis I'm about to read. Let's see (laughs) if I fluff this one, shall I? I believe in you. Uh, Someone does. (laughs) All right, it's episode four, M-E time. The team turns on Jake for delaying an autopsy report by flirting with an attractive medical examiner, Emmy, who turns out to be more than he bargained for. <laughs> Didn't fluff it, guys. I spoke English. Well done. Get excited. Snaps all around. Yes. Now, to me, that synopsis is pretty ordinary for this episode. Mm. Yes, he sleeps with the examiner and all that jibber-jabber, but the main plot of this episode was the fact that Boyle was the lead yeah. and Jake just needed to sit back, let Boyle do it, and not take over. Like, to me, that was more important than the fact that he was sleeping with the examiner. Yeah, this is also where you see the kind of relationship develop between Boyle and Peralta. Yeah. Like, they've always had a great friendship, but here is where it really dives deep. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then you can see that it's a little disappointing. You think that Jake, like, doesn't really trust Boyle because he says, I think it's, I think he was poisoned. I don't think it's natural causes. You're, you're just discriminating thinking, oh, he's a big fat guy. You know, he look at all the pizza and the fat foods everywhere, like Mm. stuff and going, oh, clearly that's what killed him and just write it off. You know, if this was actually Jake's case, he would have written it off as natural causes. He wouldn't have gotten the autopsy. Boyle wouldn't have stood up to him. No, of course not. And he almost didn't. Yeah. Didn't he? He, he was almost like, oh, yeah, no, natural causes. I was going to say that. Yeah. No but that was all thanks to, like, Diaz stepping in and kind yeah. of, you know, guiding him. Yeah, exactly. And saying, stand up for yourself. Yeah. You know, like, you're you're a good cop. Basically, say, you're a good detective. Like, mm. back yourself and you'll stick with your gut. Like, your gut's saying it, you think it's poison. Yeah. Follow that through. That's what's hard about those people-pleasing personalities. Yeah. It's like they always double-guess themselves mm. and they're looking to someone else kind of for that guidance and praise to ensure they're on the right track. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Boyle is definitely like that, but he's, this is where the episode you start to see him really step into his own and go, oh, yeah, no, no, uh, okay, I've really, you know, yeah, I've got a good eye. I'm yeah. a trustworthy detective. I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Now I'm going to stand up for myself. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, he also, back to the people pleaser um, characteristic of him, is that when Holt was following up going, oh, so how are you going? Like, where's your autopsy result? Oh, yeah, I'm expecting that from Jake. And then he'll just, like, casually go and ask Jake about it. Yeah. Not be that firm with him. Like, take a stand, make a point and be like, dude, where's my thing? Yeah. Where's the, where's the report? I'm supposed to have it by now. Come on. Yeah. And until they catch him later on, like, in the... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I had to laugh. That he was in, <laughs> he was in the freezer. Um, oh. you know, and This isn't where the vending machine is. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Jake, I can't. Um, yeah, you know, and th- it wasn't until that point that Boyle cracked it. Yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. Get your shit together. broke the camel's back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Jake stepped up and yeah. went, I'll help with the autopsy because she sent the guy home thinking she was the medical examiner, sent her assistant home thinking she was going to have fun time with Jake, mm. um, but it got busted. So poor Alter's like, nope, it's fine. It was my mess up. I'll stay. And I'm not going to lie, I would have done the same thing almost throughout. Oh, yeah. Looking it's at guts. a disgusting thing, to, it, especially when she's like, listen to the air. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes uh, a lot of vomit. And do we want to talk about their weird sex? Oh, uh, like the ice on the lips. Oh. And... <laughs> but just like, I need you cold like a cold dead body. I'm like, Bleh. But yeah. Jake went along with it. Like, I'm sorry. That's just as messed up. Yeah. You can't it's be weird. that desperate. Like, you're a good looking lad. I'm sure you can find a lady who just, you know, is normal <laughs> and doesn't want to have sex with Pretend dead bodies. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's very wrong. Yeah. It's like, how far is too far? That was too far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm, I would not do that kind of stuff. I'm uh, no, that. I'm not into that. I like um, alive people. Yeah. Particularly my fiance. Warmth. Like, yeah. Warmth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I'm just cringing <laughs> at that so, now. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's one of the one of the main plots for that particular episode. But there was also a little subplot um, with Amy and Holt. Mm. Amy's noticing Holt's in a bit of a weird mood. Uh, don't know how on earth she picked that up, but that's how much she loves her captain. Because she can read him. Because she can read him. That's right. And Gina and Terry are just like, I can't tell. Is he angry? Is he happy? I can't tell. And it's a whole, like, um, I went to Barbados with my husband. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Had a great time. Had a great time. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... Yeah, so Amy's convinced something's not right. She's trying to work it out. What's wrong with what's wrong with my captain? Why isn't my captain mentoring me? Why isn't he? He's just not being affirmative. So she's trying to solve cases. Um, there was a really, I think there's a mystery case. They uh, couldn't work out who it was. Got um, Terry to draw. Yeah, Terry could draw. Fun fact. I'm going to jump in on a fun Ooh, fact. Oh, here we go. I think it's real. I'm pretty sure I was listening to an interview I think as well. I know what you're going to say. And he yes, can actually real. draw. Yes. He's really creative. That's actually one of my fun facts I've written oh, down. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. You Jumped in it. there. It was like in the moment. Um, yeah, Further he can actually this, draw. Did you actually know he applied for Disney? No. Yeah. So before his football career and all that, wow. he applied to be a sketch artist. Get out. Yeah. He sent Imagine. in all his sketches to Disney. I uh, don't think he heard back, though. Well, he obviously, obviously didn't get not. Obviously yeah. not, yeah. But um, his first job was actually as a courtroom sketcher. Wow. Yeah, on a massive, like, case as well. It was huge. That's amazing. But you know what? Kind of glad he didn't sketch for Disney because then we wouldn't have exactly. Terry Crews. Exactly. Like, you know what? We're, we're all better off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he is, too. We're all a little better because of we're Terry. All, yeah. <laughs> yes, we're all a little better because of Terry. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so in the end, Amy works out why Holt... Um, is a bit down. Mm-hmm. The numbers, the monthly crime statistic have not reduced. They are still flat. The They're still the same. But yeah. Amy makes a point that that's a good thing. Yeah. It means people respect you and they're still working hard and stuff and it's not like... There's no slump. Yeah. The, yeah correct. Jake, previous episode. <laughs> good one. Um, yeah, that the statistics haven't worsened. So that's a good thing. Yeah. 
Good old Amy. And then he and then he takes the oil painting that Terry did for him. Yeah. Takes it home to his husband, Kevin. It was a really good painting too. It was a really I hope good. he actually painted it. I that. wonder if he really did. I wonder if we can find that out. That'd be cool. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Did you ever <laughs> So yeah, that's that's episode four. Um I think that that was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Is that better, guys? A bit more smooth? Swift. <laughs> so smooth. All right. Episode five. Episode five. The Vulture. Oh, the Vulture. Hey. Oh, <laughs> Everyone dreads Lord. it. <laughs> the Vulture. Do you want to read out? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's my job. Sorry, guys. I've only been doing this for five episodes, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Vulture, episode five. A major crimes detective known as The Vulture, quotation marks, takes over Jake's nearly nearly solved case and steals his thunder, prompting revenge. Ooh. I thought that's, that's pretty accurate. Pretty good, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty, pretty good. good. Short summary. Doesn't give away too much. But still but gives it away. hits everything. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. That's good. Not bad, Netflix. Not bad. I know. Well, it starts off this episode that uh, Peralta is reporting a man's murder and saying that the victim's wife could be responsible. Mm. Um, he decides to investigate the case alone, so he's brushed off Santiago and Diaz, mm-hmm. saying, no, 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 all good. But he's obviously working with Boyle, always two peas in a pod, those two. Always. Always. Um, and while this is happening, Holt um, tries to get Terry to the shooting range. Aha. Uh-huh. Because as we talked about before, the money can mishap and he's now a desk jockey and he's doing all the admin. Mm-hmm. So he tries to get him to the shooting range um, and gets Gina to come with him to yes. be a witness to sign off on the shooting practice. All he has to behind do, Terry's back. All behind Yeah, it's all secret. He, doesn't he know just thinks happening. it's for kicks. Yes. Um, but he needs eight shots. Mm-hmm. Out of, I think, 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. To and become it, officially qualified yes. again. Yeah. Yeah. So um, while they're doing that, Jake and Boyle actually interrogate all the people in the building. They're mm-hmm. investigating. Um, but they're so close to getting it that but because he didn't, you know, take the help as suggested, mm-hmm. it actually got handed over to the major crimes unit. And that's when the vulture comes in. So that's, he's called P- Keith Pembroke. Keith Pembroke. I know. What I don't detectives. remember that. <laughs> no. He doesn't look just, like a Keith. No, that's what He looks like off. a vulture. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you could just picture his surname being Vulture. Yeah. Or even a first name for him. Yeah. Like, just it's like the Cher. Vulture. Vulture, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so he arrives in the middle of the investigation and what he likes to do is claim it and basically take all the credit. Mm. So uh, that's why he's called the Vulture. If you didn't know already, I'm, you know, I'm a bit surprised if you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then it drops back to Jeffords freaking out um, at the shooting range because yes. he finds out that uh, Holt and Lynetti were, you know, trying to get him to do it. Silly little Gina. But this is when we see Gina doing all those uh, yeah. <laughs> the gun moves. <laughs> it was great. So good. Oh, scratching oh, the nose. Oh my god, I can't. Popping caps. Yeah. <laughs> what if I hold it like this? <laughs> I love her. Oh, she's so, she's good, so at her good. Apparently, that role was made for her as well. Really? Yeah. Oh, fun fact, everyone. Another fun fact. Just drop a bomb around. We've got to start saying, hold hand out. I know. I should actually. I yeah. should get like a little button. Boop. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was my button noise. That's your button noise. Boop. <laughs> Oh, um, but once he finds out, he was, I think he was one away. He was at seven shots. And he yes. one more. And he and freaked out. he starts freaking out. Sweating. Yeah. And, oh, and he's so going good. through all this time of freaking out. But while that's happening, Hulk gets a call from the vulture 
um, saying uh, that his um, all his team has come in and oh, that's right. You know, because they were trying drunk. To, yeah, because they went to a bar. Yes. Um, and then they were trying to discuss how to get revenge on the vulture, and they had so many ideas, especially from Boyle. They weren't that great. <laughs> no, but then they, Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but then they ended up deciding to go back and investigate the murder, um, and to try and find the corkscrew because. That obviously figured out, Rosa had figured out that it was a corkscrew through his neck. Yes, she yeah. did. And because it was just before the vulture came in, that's when she discovered that it that's was right. from a previous case. It was yes. a corkscrew. Um, and so. It was on the fridge, right? Yeah, that's what they go through the yeah. murder scene. And then Santiago goes, Oh, what about if it was a magnet? And yes. then got caught down the chute. So then they send Boyle down the chute. <laughs> um, that's and that's when the cops turn up and they get yeah. caught. Yeah, you know, yep. touching the scene and that. So then Holt comes back. Jeffords is still left at uh, the shooting range with Gina, <laughs> freaking out. Of all people. But then the vultures gone crazy at Holt. Yeah. Um, and then Terry and Gina come back. He got it, thankfully. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he took the shot. But he then did. Terry gives um, Peralta a talking to. Um, yes, and, and then talks about um, giving credit to the vulture and help stop his you know help stop his behavior yeah so jake goes in and does that um from the good old scolding from jeffords yeah. <laughs> um, but then once all that um is handed out vulture leaves he's happy with himself of course taking all the credit oh, of course and then um holt is given the shooting sheet the person sheet from the shooting yes. range and finds out that Jeffers is all good and he's passed. And I love the closer of this episode because this is at the very end, uh, Vulture slaps Peralta on the butt because yes. he does that a couple times. Yes, he does. And so uh, Jake and Boyle do a butt cast. <laughs> That's right. And, and sends send it, it to, to him. Vulture <laughs> as, a, like a, as a thank you gift. I'm just going to say that cast, like it, don't try this at home, people. But, like, surely did not come off that smoothly. There was no, nothing on his oh, butt. Oh, no residue, yeah. No res nothing. It was just, just perfect. That's true. And then oh, I love it where he turns it right around to the front because obviously he's not wearing any underwear. Yeah. So it's right. like he has to cover all the crown jewels. All cover it all up. And it's, like, perfectly placed yeah. and swiftly moved. It was great. Yeah, it was good. But, That's um, what I like also about these episodes is, like, they, they have some pretty serious, like the whole Terry not being able to go back out into the field and stuff. Oh, like yeah, that's pretty full fear. on. Um, but then to finish it on, there's always a joke or something funny yeah. at the end. You know, the tent, uh, the tent episode where he comes out, you know, when he's always late, like the very last scene, he comes out of that. This, he does his butt um, in print thing. So like, it's just, I love how mm -hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine does that. Like, it's just... Yeah, they always open and close laugh. the episode really lighthearted. Yes. And then even when they like kind of touch on harder topics, like it's always kind of at a, a lighter, because it's obviously a feel good show. It's a sitcom. So, yeah. you know, it'd be weird if it went into a real deep dive and every episode. Yeah. yeah Occasional's think, good. Yeah. I think on some topics, which we'll get to like when they arise, but mm. like there are some instances where you can't can't make a joke out of such a serious thing. Yeah. You can shed some light on it with someone acting a bit naive and going, oh, really? And not really understanding it and maybe have a bit of a laugh there, but not to the extent of the actual issue itself. Yeah. Which I think this show does really, really well that they don't um, 
yeah, they don't mock, I guess, yeah. real actual issues. Whereas yeah, some, they're not afraid to broach it either. Like, no, yeah. Because it's always kind of around. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but that's one good thing that, like, with it, with the openers, and especially this one was really funny of episode five because that's when they're talking about their oldest um, their oldest bus and arrest. Oh, that's and right. And walks in and goes, 68. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, oh. And 68? And it ends up he's talking about the, the oldest person he's been with. <laughs> and, no, because that's right. Because he's like, oh, I was 68. And they're like, oh, how how old were you? And he said he was like 20 oh, or yeah, something, didn't like, he? That, yeah. And like, that's pretty. You know, and he's like, wait, you're not talking about. Oh, and they all were like, ew, you were 20. You know it's like, <laughs> Fun fact, guys, Ooh. is um, if you watch that back and watch Jake's reaction, yeah. his laugh is legit. It's genuine. It's actual <laughs> Andy nice. Samberg laughing. Oh, and you can good. tell because it, it changes tone. Yeah. And it's just hilarious because I watched it back when I found this out and I watched it again and, and again. It. I was like, oh, that's such a cute laugh. Yeah. But, like, you can tell he drops out of character and they just had to keep it. Yeah. It was too good. Yeah. Now, that's good that they do that. They don't, like – like, you have to have some – like, sometimes – they find something genuinely funny. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you include that? Well, because actually I found out a lot of the time another fun fact. Just dropping oh, it. Just dropping these facts. I know. But um, apparently they tape a couple times to the actual um, script, but then the last time they go to tape it, once they've got the good script, they do um, – what is it called? I don't know. You're oh, telling like, the fact. I know. I'm really good at this, obviously. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, um, – when they just bounce off one another, they actually don't follow the script. So they've got the, the, the kind of the brief script in front of them. Yeah. I've forgotten the word for I it. So have I. I was going <laughs> to say ad lib, but that's not right. Kind of. Guys, what but, is it? Not quite. Call us. <laughs> <laughs> Dial in. <laughs> What's line. the word? Oh, my word. It'll come to you later. <laughs> I know it will. It'll be like at the end. Because of the I also wanted to say that is also why um, Amy and Melissa Romano, Romeno, I can't pronounce her surname, sorry. Um, for, oh, there you go. I said it wrong completely. I got the end bit right. Um, Melissa Fumero. Yeah. The reason why she was also cast is because of her improv. That's Ta-da, the word. We got there. Because of her improv skills yes, um, with Andy. With Andy. Yeah. yeah it, like it, it balanced really, really well. Sparked. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. So apparently that's what they do. Like a lot of the scenes, they do improv oh. at the very end and then they decide. Whatever works. As a producers, yeah, to see what works better. So I reckon that one was an improv one. Yeah. And uh, Andy just lost it at the very oh, end. Oh, I love it. That's so good. Yeah. That's very great. Good. All right. Um... Let's head into episode, episode six. six. Now, this is probably one of the best this ones. This is a good one. It this is a good start. A good series. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Halloweeny. Woo. <laughs> so, is that your um, ghost? Ooh, no, it's just me getting excited <laughs> oh. for Halloween. Woo. <laughs> oh, go for funny. it. All right, Halloween. Fun fact, guys. Oh, here we go. My birthday's on Halloween. Hey. <laughs> Nothing to do with the show. October 31st. I'm that well, Let's all remember. Note that down in your calendars. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll let you know my address later and the gifts are welcome. <laughs> All right. So Halloween, episode number six. Um, Halloween hating Amy is anything but festive when she has a has to don a costume and hit the streets with Charles on a busy Halloween night. Don a costume. That's what it says. Has to that. don a costume. Don. I assume put on a costume. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chuck it on. Chuck it on. It's just funny. Like. That synopsis is actually pretty ordinary because... Yeah, it's very brief too. Yeah. Like, it kind of misses a lot. It does. Um, but anyway, 
as you mentioned, just a Halloween episode. Halloween. And um, Santiago hates Halloween because she says it's a low standard that everyone makes. It's my makes birthday, it. Amy, but that's fine. Yeah, but I don't think she's talking about you having well, a low standard. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> that day is. Yeah. Um, so while talking to the gang about it all, uh, Peralta brags that no one will be able to catch him if he were an actual criminal. Mm-hmm. And Holt overhears this and tell him, tells him that he would actually catch him easily. So, of course, it sets off a bet. Um, and Peralta has to try and rob Holt's Medal of Valor mm. by midnight, which is yes. in his office on the wall. Do we know what time it is when this starts? I don't remember. Oh. Like, does he say you have... So many hours. Like, I don't recall that being said. I'm, I'm just curious of how Earlier long... in the day. I'm pretty sure. Unless yeah, but they're shift. going out at night. Yeah, but they don't really do night shift much. That's right. That's This is where continuity is a bit strange later on in the series. Because yeah. um, they, if you, spoiler alert, um, every season has a Halloween heist, as mm. they call it, um, where they have something different every season. So every heist to steal. Someone has to steal it. Um and I'm just curious because they don't because there's a there's a, a small period um, where they swap shifts, remember, and they're sharing desks with someone, and they don't, oh, and they turn to yeah. night shift. That's right. Yeah, so that's why I was like, they don't like night shift. So I was just thinking, I obviously if it's they are. Halloween because it's, it's a special night. Maybe it'd be like New Year's Eve where it's like all hands on deck. Yeah, possibly actually. Yeah, good point. But yeah, I was just curious, like, what was the time oh. frame for this? Let's investigate yeah. that. Let's watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <Pause. laughs> um, so then what happens is if Peralta wins this mm-hmm. by midnight and he's got it, um, Holt has to, one, call him the greatest detective of all time. Mm-hmm. Detective slash genius. Yes. That's right. Um, but if Holt wins, Peralta has to work five weekends with no extra salary. Oofed. Yeah, it's a big call. That's big. Just to be told <laughs> and you're a, a really good to too, as well. Yes. Hey, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, while this is happening, Jeffords actually finds out that uh, Rosa went to Catholic school. <gasps> yes! Until she Rosa! dropped out. Um, and he's desperate to find out why she left. Yes, that's right. Um, and Santiago and Boyle end up getting assigned a case to bust a drug deal at a Halloween party, which they have to actually dress up for, which is <laughs> obviously not at all. Boyle's spoken. loving it because oh. he loves his Halloween. He comes in with his costume. I still don't know who that person is. They say it Neither. a million times, but I'm like, who? I've never. It, Boyle loves food. Fun fact. Um, Boyle <laughs> loves his food. Yeah. He loves to cook. He has a blog. Oh, yeah. On, um, you know, different, different, uh, what's the word? Cuisines and all that stuff. Mm. So he's shown up as this famous chef <laughs> that no one's ever heard of. He's got a wooden spoon in his hand. Because that's a red sense. wig. Yeah, like orange. It's bright orange wig. But yes, Boyle it's close loves to your it. her, actually. Shut up. You didn't know, Kelly. Yeah, mine's closer. not natural. <laughs> Neither was his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> but of course, he stays in that costume, and then Amy comes yes, out in the does. skeleton the costume. The skeleton. That's from the um, the back of the. Uh, and it was wet. Yeah, wasn't it? It's Ugh. just you know chilling in the oh, in the bullpen. Yeah. Well. Um. But they head off to the party. Um. And but when they come back, he she actually pays Hitchcock to uh, replace her. 
Yes, that's right. So Bo obviously wasn't happy about that. No. Um, but then what happens is when they're at the party, Peralta's obviously scheming to try and get this medal from Holt's office. Yes. Um, Which is locked away in his safe. He actually at this point. Yeah, locking in this yeah. safe. Um, so it can only be accessed with a key and a code that Holt knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peralta obviously encounters problems such as falling through a vent <laughs> and failing to replicate the key after he did the, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> something just fell off the wall. It's just a piece of paper, but that's okay. Caitlin just shoot herself. I did, I did. <laughs> but this is where you see the dancing, um, babies. Yes. All the men dressed up <laughs> dancing around. They try to like cut the key and oh, replicate it. So good. Um, that was great. <laughs> flash mob, thanks to Gina. The flash mob, yes, that's right. Um, so then it goes on to Jefford contacting um, the Catholic school because of Rosa, obviously yes. dropping out, um, and finds out that Diaz was, Diaz was actually a good student and she left voluntarily, and that was to actually end up at the ballet, ballet. academy. Yeah, she got accepted. <laughs> so he decides not to tell anyone about it, which is, you know, probably a good idea. Yeah. Considering. Because Rosa might. Rosa. You know. <laughs> yeah. If anyone can take Terry, it's Rosa. It'd be, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone of the precinct, anyone, it would be Rosa. It's Rosa. Yeah. Um, but uh, Holt is then sent into the interrogation room at the very end mm-hmm. and Peralta's been arrested because he tried to climb up the side of the building with a blowtorch. Yeah. <laughs> For, you know, some unknown reason. It's Peralta. You know? Yeah, why? No one has yeah. any idea. Yeah. I don't. I, yep. Okay. His mind is in a different zone. I feel like he was trying to, well, what would you be melting? I don't know. Because you want to get in, not get out. It's a good way to get caught, though, because uh, that was his plan. Oh, he wanted the to get distraction. caught. He yes. reveals his plan to Holt, even though he's handcuffed to the bench. Yes. Um, and he used Diaz to open the cabinet. Yes. Which is great at lockpicking. Mm-hmm. Jeffords and Santiago to open the office window. Um, and then Jefferson Boyle copied the fingerprints from Holt's phone that was stolen during the flash mob. Yes. Um, and then spend all that time. Boyle tries to figure out the code with those you know, numbers. Just on that. I know mm. it's TV show, Caitlin. Don't worry about it. Whatever. <laughs> go with go. it. But. Analyzing deep. He attempted how many times? I know. Tell me that safe did not lock. Man, I can't do my passcode five times wrong on my phone without it locking me out. Yeah. For this a minute, is a safe. And then if you do it wrong again, it's five minutes. It's five minutes. And then you do it wrong again. Cause you put it's one like instead of a two. It's hour. like an hour. Oh my. Tell me that safe didn't lock. I mean, uh, it's a TV show, whatever, but come on. Yeah. Stop taking Let's be realistic. Like TV yeah. Show. Okay. Sorry. Come on. It's a TV show. <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> I would not just, just like not to have that safe myself. You know, if I had a safe at home, I would not choose that one. No. And it was on the floor. It was in the cabinet. In a cabinet. Yeah. But like on the bottom shelf. Was it? No, no, that's a lie. Top shelf. It was in a cabinet. Whatever's in a cabinet. Locked as well. Yeah, locked, yes. So, like, I feel like he projected it pretty well. He did, he did. Um, but they finally got through and mm-hmm. Peralta ends up winning the bet. So then Holt comes back into the party and admits he has to do the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, um, Jake ends up telling people that, um, you know, he's the best. <laughs> and he makes Holt say that he is the best. Yes. Detective slash genius. But then um, the close of the episode, because obviously we've left with him, um, Jeffords finding out that Diaz went to ballet school. Mm-hmm. But uh, Diaz attacks an escapee inmate and it terrifies <laughs> Jeffords. That's right. Because she Takes goes, him down. You never know. You never found out why I got, um, uh, why I left ballet school. It's because I was caught punching a classmate. Yeah. And he's like just terrified. Yes. 
So that's why it never comes out that's at all. That's it. And just uh, also to touch on, just to sum up Amy and Boyle's little storyline as well, mm. Amy throws that Halloween party for them at the end. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet. Was and really she's cute. full wrapped up, I believe, in like, isn't she in like that yellow? The caution tape. The caution tape yeah. on like head to toe. That would be very really uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like she made the eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, cute. yes. I wish I had a photo of there. I can sort of see it here. So Rosa is dressed as, she looks like a goddess of some yeah, sort. Yeah, I think it's a goddess. Holt with his eye patch. Oh, Hitchcock is still in the skeleton costume. Gina, I can't see this big play sign on her face. Um, yes, the caution, and then obviously Jake is the king. I can't see what Scully's wearing. He's all in the back there, so I can't Not see Not really him. cares about Scully anymore. No. You know what? Like, they are such major characters later on. Like, they yeah. really develop. Yeah. And when I was re-watching these, I was like, there's not much Scully and Hitchcock going on here. Nah. Like, still- there's some funny bits. Like, have we, I don't know which episode it was, but when he's talking about his body issues... <laughs> I feel and like every episode is about his body. That issues. is true. Um, but he has his foot up on the bench and Peralta's like, I can't see it. And he's like, oh, no, that the whole mark there, the whole foot is the mole. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> while he's eating. It's always while, while eating he's eating. Too. <laughs> oh, oh, it just makes me laugh. I hate being caught in that moment. It's happened before. Oh. It's like you just find out the grossest thing. Yeah. You're and, like, and, mm. yeah and it's oh. like. Can't eat anymore. Yeah. No. Lost my appetite. Oh, God. Oh, so funny. Um, nah, good episode. Yeah. And that was a pretty good episode. Yeah. Oh, it sets and then it up for what's to come in the future. Yes. So it makes it very exciting Definitely. for like season two and onwards Halloween. Yeah. It's good. I love it. So yeah. good. So good. Um, so we'll head on in straight into episode, episode seven. seven. The last one for the podcast, guys. Guys, hours. I know you've been here a while, just over an hour, but. I promise we won't know. be this long next time. No, we won't. The pilot just took a bit longer. We have to get into things. Um, but yeah, so episode seven. Yeah. Yeah, 48 hours. You don't really get much from the episode. What the hell is 48 hours? Could literally mean anything. Halloween makes sense. You know, got mm. to do with Halloween. 48 hours. But then we what? had ME time as well. Yeah. And it wasn't until you found it. It was medical. Right. Until I actually read it and it was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Well, that's because I knew what the episode was about. I was like, I don't get this title for this yeah, episode. But hours. if you were to read this 48 hours, you'd be like, cool. Well, obviously they're in for 48 hours. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 48 hours. Netflix synopsis is after making an arrest with too little proof, Jake has 48 hours to get evidence or the perp will go free, forcing the team to work over the weekend. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it was pretty good because um, along with that, like the person gets um, arrested is actually Kid Cuddy. <gasps> yes. So they had a little uh, surprise visit. Yes, they did. Cool. But um, yeah, Peralta informs Holt that he is conducting an um, investigation into a jewelry store robbery. Mm-hmm. And it's actually got the MO, which, you know, we found out recently that it's <laughs> method of operation for those that didn't. <laughs> So um, a dude called Whitman who just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. And even though despite Peralta's lack of proper evidence, he arrested him. But that was actually due to him mocking him. Yes. That was in the street. That's right, yeah. in the street. Yes. So he kind of jumped the gun. But uh, so they have 48 hours to find firm evidence in order to lock him up. Or otherwise, they have to release Whitman. And then obviously they get hit with a lawsuit. They do. So out of curiosity... Do you know, like, 
they have to release. They say they had no evidence. Spoiler alert: they find evidence. Um, <laughs> they have no evidence. The guy's released. Mm-hmm. They then find evidence. Find evidence. Can they re-arrest him? Yeah, they can. Pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, surely. Why would you not be able to arrest someone if they've done something guilty? I know. I just thought because they've, you know, pointed out like the whole holding thing. And that maybe I don't just, know. Maybe just the time. I don't think they'd be able to have the same people arrest him. It'd have to be. Oh, have, so like boil. I'm assuming they'd have to hand gotcha. it over. Yeah. Um, or yeah. a different precinct possibly. Oh, maybe. Because they would be caught under fire for taking someone in without the evidence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just curious. But yeah, I don't know. Plus it's a TV show. So yeah, like, right enough with it. It's a know. TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get some reality in here. <laughs> <laughs> Into a TV show. Into yeah. a TV show, yeah. Hey, that, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so because of this, everyone is uh, told they can't leave oh. and they're basically locked in for 48 hours. Not impressed. Uh, which, of course, angers Santiago because she finally got a date with someone. She did. And she had to reschedule it. What was um, his name? Do we ever find out what his name was? Oh, no. I don't think so. I don't think they ever say it. No, it does come up because oh, does? Jake does a Facebook search. Oh, he does. Um, oh, damn. Why didn't we write that down? Oh. Anyway. Anyway. He never <laughs> pops up in the show anyway. No, that's true. We never it's see your random again. Photo on yeah, Facebook. True. But um, because of this, uh, Terry is actually showing signs of lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's been working out non-stop. Yes. Like it's caught him doing pull-ups on the bar and uh, falls asleep yes. in hold position. So, <laughs> you know, if I have those muscles, you know. I mean, if I could do a pull-up. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, Kate and I met at F45. Trevina, <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was, well, I've been there now three years. Kate, probably the same. We only met, yeah, two and a half. We only met like a few months ago. It hasn't no, even been that long. really weird. I know, right? Like. After Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> and I can't even do one pull-up. I can do it with the bands. with the bands. No. Yeah. I probably can if I have all three of them. <laughs> but I cannot. <laughs> so like Terry. A, like a jumping castle. Yeah, pretty much. So Terry doing even just one and falling asleep and holding it there. I know. What a dream. In hold position. In hold position. Oh, freaking <laughs> not even sweating either as well. I know. That's right. what's really frustrating. <laughs> We're driven in sweat. <laughs> But um, it turns out that actually um, Terry's brother-in-law is in town. Zeke <gasps> yes. is massive. He's he huge. Him weak. Yes, huge. Like bigger than Terry. I wonder what made him decide as an actor to get into acting being that massive. Because you'd think you'd be like a sporting star. True. Maybe he is. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Terry was and Maybe then moved into that. acting. Um, but he pops up later as well. Jamal Duff. He does. Jamal? I don't know if that's familiar to anyone. Jamal, Jamal Duff, Duff, you say. So he's been staying at Terry's house, um, calling him weak and that. So obviously Terry's avoiding going home at all costs because he doesn't want to be made to feel weak. Fair enough. Um, but while this is happening, Boyle gets into a pie tasting contest um, because Gina and Diaz are having a fight about uh, who's got the best pie around the block. Oh, yes. Yeah. And this is where we really find out about his uh, blog. Yes. Uh, side note, Jamal Duff, everyone. <laughs> Used to be an American football player too, like yeah. Terry. So maybe, maybe they played together. Cause possibly. There's a, photo, there's a photo of them together there. Oh. Maybe they were old teammates. Actually, now that I see him like that, I recognize him. Yeah. He's massive. He's huge. The size of him. Yeah. Holy guacamole. You'd get, you'd be at his hip. Yeah, I'm little. I'm little. That's how short you are. 
<laughs> anyway, let's stop picking on me and my height. <laughs> so back to really. pie eating. Uh, yes. Yeah, pie eating contest. So um, Boyle's caught in this lie because he obviously has feelings oh, for, for Rosa, Rosa, but Rosa's is the worst pie. He doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. So I feel sorry for Boyle because, you know. He's just trying to be nuts. Again, place. people pleaser. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. But um, what happens is going back to Peralta's case – uh, he sends Scully to New Jersey to check on Whitman's alibi, but unfortunately that turns out to be true. Mm. Um, so then he's left trying to, you know, put together the pieces of to how Whitman's MO ended up being there yep. um, without Whitman. But then yes. he looks back and there's some photos of some Whitman in prison, prison with a mate. Yep. And his mate got out around the same time and obviously Whitman taught him his MO, the method mm-hmm. of operation, <laughs> and he um, fulfilled it and they decided to split the money because yes. obviously Whitman had the alibi. Um, because he found this out, he sends Whitman to prison and prevents the precinct from being sued by the district attorney. Yeah, yeah. Good old Peralta saving <laughs> the day. So because of all the kerfuffle, he created Peralta Decides to compensate the others for wasting their weekends and yes. covers their shift. Yes. Except for Amy's, though, because he reorganized, reorganized the day. Reorganized day. Yeah, which is oh, sweet. Peralta. Um, and then it's funny because, again, their clothes are great because Zeke turns up to the precinct and then yes. talks about going home for dinner <gasps> or out for dinner. And Holt notices that, uh, obviously, it's making awkward about uh, Zeke making jokes about Jeffords being a desk jockey and he makes a lie about Jeffords leading a raid on the Russian mafia in attempt yeah. to show his strength. <laughs> so extreme. Like, the Russian not mafia. just like, oh, rest someone, it's going, yeah. going by yourself. Yeah, just you, mate. Just you, you all by yourself. Your team's yeah. occupied. <laughs> You go in by you got yourself, this. and uh, and Zeke falls for it though. I know. Oh, you go, you go do your oh, thing. Go, yeah, go, 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 yeah. go, do your thing. <laughs> and then literally walks into Holt's office and just collapses under on the, the couch. couch. <laughs> And sleeps. So but good. But it was so cute because Hulk goes, I even downloaded some whale, yes. whale noises for you. So good. Like, oh, what a sweet <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's pretty, like, a swift episode it as was. well, I find. Like, compared to the pilot. Oh, God. Yeah. So I have to make comment. Oh, here we go. Of my, I think, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> laughing. It is my all-time favourite, favourite scene of... I was about to say Big Bang Theory then. We're not oh, watching that show. No, that Sorry, one. wrong BB. Oh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, my favourite, favourite episode. Uh, sorry, scene of the whole series. And I, I know that's a really big call because this is episode seven of season mm. one. But when they're like, what are you going to do? Go in there and just make noise and then until he, he speaks and he just grabs <laughs> the guitar, sits on the tail and he's just like playing it. I was like, he's not, he's not. And then, ah! Um, <laughs> I laugh so every time. Good. Every single time. I crack up. I just, I can't. It's just so funny. Andy does such a good role. He does. He's so good. How does it. he keep a straight face? Oh, I don't, uh. All of them. Like, on any sitcom, right? I mean, this show, any show, Friends, whatever. Like, the jokes, some of them are just so damn funny. They and must it's... have to take so many takes. Oh. But they do table reads, I would assume. So they kind of know the joke's coming. But if, if a lot of it is, um... Improv, as we well, that's how, yeah, the that word. word. <laughs> yeah, so if a lot of it is improv, you don't know what they're gonna do. Like you have and get to that genuine... straight face for improv. Yeah, you yeah. Otherwise, it ruins not. it. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. 
But yeah, that is one of the greatest oh, scenes of that's all a skill. time. Yeah. And that's something like everyone, even if people haven't watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, that's the one scene that they yeah. know. And there's another one. There's another later on. One of my favourite <laughs> openers that everyone knows. Mm, Backstreet Boys, just yeah. saying. <laughs> so Spider. good. So damn good. But yeah, good. it is good. Yeah. I reckon uh, for me, though, the um, the the Boyle bagging the 68-year-old is probably one of my favourites between one to seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, for sure. That was a good one. Just because he had goes, no idea. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, <laughs> she had a replacement hit with some serious talk. <laughs> it was like having sex with a transformer. <laughs> was like, oh my god, Boyle, stop so talking! Good. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess while we're sort of quoting, e. um, one of our segments is Jake's jabber, which is Jace, Jake's Jake? basically our favorite quotes. Um, or funny quotes just from episodes one to seven that we may have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so for myself, I um, had three. Do I have three? Do I have one in season, episode two? I did. Um, <laughs> so I had two in episode one that I quite liked. Mm-hmm. I wonder me, if we got the same. Maybe. Ooh. So my first one is they called me Terry Titties. <laughs> oh no, I missed that one. That's such a good one. <laughs> so good. Right at the start because it was, yes, because you were fat and you had titties. <laughs> oh, so oh, good. Oh, I skipped over that one. That was a good one. It was right at the start, when, right before they did the um, the precinct debrief. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Um, my second one from the same episode was I gorged myself at that funeral. I was constipated for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Boil. Bless, because he loves his food. Oh, don't we all? Oh, just made me laugh. <laughs> Fun fact, my husband is a big foodie. Yeah? Yeah, it reminds me of Boyle, but not as weird. <laughs> not, not as weird? Yeah, no. not as weird. <laughs> and then my very last one was from episode two. Terry loves yogurt. <laughs> and then Holt, he just smiles. <laughs> He's just and like, he very rarely smiles. Yeah. Like it's a little quirk on the side of his mouth. Terry loves yogurt. <laughs> it's just the way Holt says it. It's like, yeah. Terry loves yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any? Good yeah, I got a few. I got a mm-hmm. few. Not too many, but uh, not the same. Yours ah. are very nice and quick quotes. Yeah. Whereas mine's like this whole scene setting. Like a scene. Okay. Yeah. Um, First one I was uh, like was not really a funny quote. It's more like how Holt burns Jake straight out um, about the tire placement when he's wearing it around his waist under yeah. his shirt in episode one. And he goes, first of all, I think you're kind of overdoing it with the manscaping. But more yes. importantly, <laughs> why do you refuse to take my orders seriously? Yes. It's like burn straight into authority. Yes. So true. He does it so well. So good. And then uh, at the very end uh, when they're about to go bust him, and they're doing the stakeout. Jake's talking nonstop in the car in the back seat. And then Holt turns to Amy and goes, does he always talk this much? Yeah. And then Amy goes, I just tune it out. It's like white noise machine. And Jake goes, okay, first of all, that's racist. racist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Like, oh, uh. No, it's not mate. No. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> the very very end the credits jake goes that's how we do it in the nine nine sir catch bad guys and look good doing it and then he's awkwardly moving around and shuffling and grimacing yeah and hulk goes what's wrong with you and he goes never took off the speedo big mistake yeah. it's inside of it's me. inside me. Work team <laughs> it's inside me <laughs> oh so good oh so 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 good episode four 
um, when Jake's the secondary under Boyle, Amy mm-hmm. goes, you can't give up control. You're terrible at taking your primary's orders. You just do whatever you want. I could go on and on and on. And then Jake goes, is something no lover of yours has ever said? <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting because Jake is known for saying title of your sex tape. That yes. doesn't actually come in until the episode six, six opener. Six, yes. yes. So that's good. Well, because I think too, um, the writers were trying to establish um, like to what extent, because I remember, again, an interview I was listening to, that they were saying, you know, you've got to find that balance between like sexual innuendos and the, your colleagues as mm. to what's too far. Yeah. And I think they, based on Jake and Amy's development throughout the first few episodes, they realised and the way that um, Andy and Melissa like interact mm. that, if Jake was to say something like that, it wouldn't be offensive. Like yeah. it wouldn't come across as, as offensive. So they were just trying to develop that um, bond between them before actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That's a good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, because that's when um, the first one times it comes out is in Halloween and, and Amy yeah. goes, can you magically make everyone kind, sober and fully dressed? And that's when Jake goes, oh, good news, everyone. Uh, we found the name of Santiago's sex tape. Yes, <laughs> so, so good. But then um, the last one that uh, <laughs> I really, really loved was Boyle at the end. Um, oh, no, it was during the um, – when he was first to Jake's secondary. And he go, Boyle goes up to Amy and goes, oh, no, it's Diaz. Yeah, Diaz. And he goes, does he come across as more of a Pinot guy or yeah. Syrah? Yeah. <laughs> So cute. Oh bless. But yeah. There's still some good ones, but I feel like it's just building up for the, you know. Yeah, there's so many more to come. It was so good. So many. (laughs) And then Jerry goes, I'm a detective. I will detect. (laughs) So many quotes. So many quotes. So many quotes. We could be here all night, guys, but we've been we've kept you long enough. And if you're still listening with us, I really appreciate it. And I promise you, you the next one will not be as long. We'll uh We'll learn from this, but we're not re-recording this because we don't have time. Um, Okay, so we have – I don't really think we need to talk about people's traits. Uh, We sort of touched on it throughout this throughout today's episode. Um, uh, We do have a segment being called Amy's Analysis uh, where we will talk about people's characteristics and how they develop throughout the series. So, um, you know, as it sort of arises throughout – Yeah, I feel like something you do later on when they're really developed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. uh, what else do we have? Oh, fashion. We can very, very briefly. Gina's get up. Gina's get up because she's the Miss Fashionista. Mm-hmm. Um, so Gina, let's start with her. She's usually in a jumper, jeans, hair's down. Yeah, simple. Very simple. Um, but you know, a little bit of glitz, but not too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, it, it changes. Oh yeah. But um, you know, pretty firm in what she what she wears. Mm. We've got Amy loves a pantsuit. Loves a pantsuit. And um and a shirt. Yeah. So basically I reckon she would be uh, when she's a little girl, she's imagined becoming president and yeah. then just kept that dream alive and kept the pantsuit going. Oh she has. So that's basically what a six yeah. year old girl wanting to become Madam President would yeah. be like. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um Hitchcock and Scully. Oh. Well they just really well Hitchcock. They kind of just wear the same thing over they and over do. again. It's usually just a shirt, tie, slacks. Yeah, probably all sometimes they can a get. a woolen vest. Oh you yeah, do that's see that true. sometimes yep, yep, on yep. Um, Scully or Hitchcock, whichever one. Scully, thank you. Yeah. Um, then Terry. Ooh, Terry. Suspenders. Suspenders and a tie. Yeah. And usually a coloured shirt. Yeah, and like, tight fitted. Oh yes. Well, look at the size of him. I feel like yeah, it'd be hard. If to he get went any bigger, it'll be too big around his waist. So it's gonna yeah. be like tight around his arms. 
And then we got Rosa and she's wearing oh. always a Always in jacket. black. Yeah. Leather jacket, mm-hmm. jeans, boots with a heel. I noticed. I she yeah. does have a heel. I would have thought she'd be in like docks or something. But... No, nah, but I suppose a good a heel's good for if you're going to kick someone in the throat. You know, so oh, it's going to stick. Kick someone in the throat. Okay. But of all, all the characters, it'd be Rosa. That yeah, happen. that's true. That is very true. Um, who else we got? Uh, Boyle. Yep. He loves a – wears a suit, but I find his colour – like, if you compare, for example, him and Jake, right? Mm. Jake Jake is like the male Gina. Yeah. Right? Um, semi-formal in what he wears. Sometimes wears a tie, based on Holt. <laughs> yeah. But likes a bit of colour, blues and greens and, like, all those sort of tones mm. and blacks. Whereas Boyle loves his boring beige, brown, oranges and grey. Yeah, very neutral. Yeah. And I think that earthy just... Tones. Earthy tones. Um, I think that sort of shows, like, that he's just always played by the book kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and, and just... He's not phased. Nah. I don't think he doesn't care. And he doesn't care what anyone thinks of him. Probably just finds whatever can fit him because he's quite short. He is very short. Poor Joe. <laughs> oh. Just a little itty-bitty guy. Oh. Um, I think that's all the... Oh, and Holt. Well, he's always in his... His uniform. In his uniform. Yeah. Every time. Shirt tucked in. Tie. Yeah. And loves his little hat under his arm. I love it when he <laughs> walks in like that. All official. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the very, very last one, listeners, is Rose's Rating Roundup. Mm-hmm. So Kate and I are going to rate episodes one to seven as a whole. Um, we're going to jot them down as what we rate them as. And then at the end of the season, we'll sort of get like an average as to what we thought of the whole season kind of thing. Um, so we'll go out of 10. Yeah. Out of 10 what? Like police badges? Poli- let's go with police badges. Yeah. So, one to seven, it's a pretty good start. The pilot was pretty solid. I'm going to admit, the pilot is pretty solid for a series. Like, I was hooked. I wasn't, you know, sometimes you have series where people say, oh, it takes a couple episodes to get into it, The Office. I love The Office. Um, You know, but this, I was hooked straight away. Yeah. You know, I just loved it. Um, So, I'd probably start with. It's hard because I know what's to come. Yeah, I know. That's, that's where tricky. That's where I'm really I don't want to go too head. big. Yeah. But I also don't want to don't want to not go too big because it's like I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm probably going to go a six and a half. Oh, okay. I was so going to go above a average. seven. Oh. Yeah, because I feel like I don't want to be too critical because yep. I laughed a lot in all of them. There wasn't any time where I was like, oh, that dragged or that was pretty shit. You know? Yeah, there were no lulls. Yeah. The only lull episode to me, sort of, was the slump episode. Yeah. Because there wasn't much story except Jake's. Yeah, it was just the focus point. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what's everyone else doing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty high scores for us to start. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to give it a four. Like, it, yeah, it, it oh, wasn't no crap. Way. No, no, if it was a four, we wouldn't be uh, reviewing it. Good point. <laughs> Very good point. I feel like it has to be pretty reasonable. Yeah, to exactly review right. It. But exactly. it's the thing because the writers took um, The Office yeah. and um, Parks and Rec because obviously yeah. they did both, but they took the best of both of those yeah. and they wanted to make a cop show but not make it a dumb cop show. They wanted yes. to make it a good – people are good at their job yeah. um, cop show and then also it kind of incorporates MASH, the vibes from MASH. Ah, very good. Yeah, yeah I can see that. So yeah. Jake being like Hawkeye, good surgeon, yep. but loves a joke. But loves a joke. Yeah. yeah. Good so point. apparently that popped up in an interview as well mm-hmm. about them liking MASH. So there you go. I feel like that's why it's yeah. a good season. That vibe. Yeah, series. for sure. Yeah. Agreed. 
All right. Well, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works, Kate, because oh, I forgot to tell you to do this. So if you oh don't God. have anything prepared, that's totally Shit fine. Is. Here we go. Um, I thought at the end of every episode, we could let our listeners know of something in pop culture or whatever that we're listening to or enjoying at the moment. Could be TV. I know we're doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it could be a new TV show. It could be a new album of music. It could be a book you're reading. It could be... I don't know anything that you're enjoying at the moment. Um, Obviously, I know what mine is because I prepared and I completely forgot to tell you, so I'm not setting you up to fail here. But for me, I want to plug um, Dashboard Confessional's newest album, um, All the Truth I Have, I think is what it's called. Mm -hmm. Really good album. I haven't listened to Dashboard in a long time. Um, It's pretty much all acoustic by like two songs, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, check that album out. I really like it. It's... um, even though you're not, you might not be into emo punk kind of music, but it's mostly acoustic. So if you like acoustics and storytelling, um, it's actually pretty good. I really like it. Ooh, there you yeah. go. Mm. Listen. Listen up. Uh, for me, I'll go a TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not on yet, but it's coming up. Oh. And I'm very excited. Uh, the second season of Bridgerton, which is completely different to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very different. Hugely different. But uh, I'm very much anticipating that in mm. uh, a March. So All right. very, very excited. Very good. I'm very much into those shows like Pride and Prejudice, BBC version, and obviously the Kira Knightley version as uh-huh. well. So... Uh, very good. Very excited. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I haven't watched any of it yet. So that was on our to do on our potential to list. Watch, yeah. But I haven't seen any of it. So get I will. on it. I will, I will, I will, I promise. Um so where think where can people find us? We will have an Instagram page. And we it will, will be called Bingeworthy What what the hell is our podcast called? Breakdown. Breakdown. Oh, my God. Really Caitlin. Good, good Lord. <laughs> Bingeworthy Breakdown uh, with Kate and Caitlin. Yeah. Um, so we will, yes, we haven't created it yet, but it will definitely be up by the time this comes out. Um, we'll have an Instagram account where it's all about us. We'll introduce ourselves on there Yay. and then we'll have some Brooklyn Nine-Nine quotes and things like that we'll post. Um, which we're really looking forward to. So it should be good fun. And a huge, huge shout out to Hobby Homies podcast um, and their network for basically uh, letting us do this. Like if it wasn't for them. So that's a podcast that my uh, fiance is on. And it's all about your tabletop games, war gaming, miniatures, and all that kind of stuff. So if Everyone you're into that kind it. of thing, um, or you Even know someone if who's you're is, not interested, you'll still love it. You will. They are funny. They they've been they've been doing it for a few years now, so they've got it down pat. We're still learning. You know, it's taken us an hour and a half to do this particular episode. <laughs> We're uh, yes. So, um, but yeah, big thank you to them to um, for helping huge, us out. Huge. So, we found them at um, Hobby Homies Podcast on all your socials, mm, Facebook, fine. Insta. Subscribe. Spotify. Follow. YouTube. Like. All that. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, but yeah. Thanks for... Thanks for... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, guys. I did so well. <laughs> thanks for listening, I guys. I fluffed at the start and I'm fluffing at the end. Just, that's how you start oh, and finish, right? It's too late. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, we love you guys. We love you. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Nine-nine. Nine-nine. <laughs>